Hey friends, it's another episode of the Incredible Halt podcast this time. It's just me. So let's do this. Happy Saturday, friends. How we doing? No, really, how are you? Because my guess is you're some sort of a cocktail of scared and bored, sad, nervous, hungry for answers, itching for a change. And probably on a day like today here in the Midwest, it's sort of cloudy and rainy, probably tired. And this has been an interesting week, right? We're in the middle of most of here in Michigan. It's our 25th day in quarantine, which can feel heavy. In fact, Tuesday of this week was the only day of all 25 days that I got up. Well, I rolled out of bed halfway, thought about doing the day that was ahead and then thought, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to go back to bed. But I, I ended up not going back to bed, but it was the first day that I had this battle with the repetition and the new daily and the new, you know, what we were calling a new normal. And if you know me, for me to get up on a given day and just say, forget it, I'm, I'm going back to bed is quite unprecedented in and of itself. But we're carrying all this stuff right now. And for most of us, myself included, the load is pretty heavy, right? Are you okay? Are your kids okay? Are your parents okay? Do you have a job? Will you have a job? Can you get a job? Is the grocery store stocked? Can you even get groceries? If you're doing takeout, do they have time for you to do takeout? Your mental health, your physical health, your total well-being, all of that stuff you're carrying around day in and day out. And as Scott Cowley earlier this week said, uh, whatever you're feeling right now, wherever you are mentally right now, it's okay because this is normal. And it's not a permanent condition and there is a season out beyond the horizon, which is the frustrating part of it because it feels like we can almost see that there's something coming, but it's not quite here because it's literally out of reach. But I assure you, friends, as I open this Coca-Cola, an after is coming right? Just like there was a before. Because we as a country and a culture and a community, we're moving away from before and towards an after, whatever that after is going to look like. And I know we're all jokingly calling it the new normal. And because at a primordial level, we know perfectly well that we can't go back. We just, it's not possible. It's not a possibility. It's nice to reminisce. It's nice to think it's even before this pandemic, it's been nice to reminisce about moments in your life that you thought were better than the moment that you're in. But some of that's a mythology, right? Some of that's a story that we trump up for ourselves to tell us that that time was better because of the particular moment that we're in is pretty awful. And this is why each one of us is struggling because we, in our own way, feel totally out of control in many aspects of our life. And that can feel anything from disorienting to you to a life-altering motion sickness, right? Where you're just completely off kilter and you can't get your legs underneath you. And this is what Justin Barkley was talking about this week. The way we can get our sea legs back during this storm is to shift our focus away from those things that we can't control in an effort to understand those things that we can, right? To stop thinking about the things that we can't control. We cannot control when we're allowed to get back out in the universe. We cannot control whether or not there's a job waiting for us on the other side of this. We cannot control other people's actions when it comes to whatever they're doing at a grocery store. What we can control 
the things that you buy at the grocery store, buying the things that you need, not hoarding toilet paper, right? Those are those are actions that you can control. You cannot control what Sally does at the grocery store, but you can control what you do at the grocery store. And I know just saying that alone is a lot harder than that sentence allows for, which brings us back to Tuesday, right? There's these moments where it just, it all feels like too much. And what can you do? And what was interesting is for me that day, uh, I ended up getting a text through Microsoft Teams from Andy Scherf, who's our HR director. And he and I did a podcast on Monday that if you're looking for optimism, um, go check that one out. But he just asked, hey, I saw your Instagram story. I'm just wondering how you're doing today. And then he and I kind of had a back and forth on Microsoft Teams, just talking about where my head was at and how I was feeling that day. And it kind of pushed me back towards getting some stuff done. It pushed me back towards spending the rest of the day reaching out to other friends and asking them how they're doing. And that that sort of push and pull of someone checking on me and then me spending the rest of the day checking on others, for me, I, I found to be tremendously helpful and why it's so important to reach out to people on a regular basis and see how they're doing. Moments before I started recording this podcast, I reached out to my friend Chris who runs Grand Apps here in Grand Rapids. And I had not talked to him since the quarantine started. And I just wanted to check on him and his uh, business partner, John. They, they obviously run a number of businesses here in Grand Rapids and are going through it like the rest of us are. And I just wanted to see where they were. And then he and I ended up having a conversation via text for about 20 minutes about sci-fi movies. Now, I've known Chris since I've been at MLive and probably a little bit before, but we've never actually had a conversation about anything other than entrepreneurship and business. And so... That was a fun moment for me today to kind of go, oh, okay, look at what we have in common because we quite honestly have nothing else to talk about, right? And we eventually land on a commonality and have this fun moment in the middle of the day that was unplanned. Uh, I just wanted to see how he was doing. And then, you know, five minutes later, we're talking about whether or not The Expanse is as good as, as the book's. Yeah, I know it's not, but we were having a discussion about it. And that's why if you've got a moment today, go through your phone and look at those contacts and see if there's some that you haven't reached out to in the last 25 days and text a couple of them, see how they're doing, wish them a happy Saturday, something, right? Just just connect with them. And to me, this is one of those things that might end up being one of our new norms. What if we end up being in better touch with one another? Because prior to this, right, what was the reason? What was the reason I didn't know Chris was into sci-fi movies? The reason was we're both too busy. We're both too busy. I didn't reach out to my brother because I got busy. I didn't text my mom on her birthday because I got busy. I didn't text Jimmy because I, you know, life just got in the way. And then life, get like as we know it, gets removed. And now we're able to text or call. Or Allison here, my, my sister-in-law, lives with us, is getting ready to do a virtual happy hour. Uh, and she is funny enough said yesterday that she texted all these people that she's doing a happy hour with because she had ditched on plans for one reason or another. I don't remember what the reason was, but she had a legit reason she couldn't do plans shortly before all of this went down. And she texted them and said, hey, I'm never going to ditch out on plans ever again, right? Because it, it changes your perspective and it changes your thirst for connectivity, however that happens. And understand that there are people listening to the podcast or there are people that aren't listening to the podcast out in the world that that don't have that connectivity. And it's our job as communities to seek those people out and see if we can reconnect them to the community on a small level, to the state on a larger level, right into the country, right? It's our job to start finding those people and reaching out to them because this is paramount. But the excellent thing about all this is this could be part of the after. 
being more connected, having more conversations, taking more time to listen to someone else's words could be part of the after. And I think that's optimistic and hopeful and something to to strive for. And when we start to imagine this is a before and after, it's it's easier for us to sort of build constructs to start to make sense of things that don't make sense. None of us are epidemiologists and understand viral strains of, you know, of a pandemic nature and what it should be doing. And quite honestly, when you listen to the people talking on television, uh, some of them who should be the experts have no idea what this thing is doing and how it's doing. And so it becomes a bit of a struggle to build a construct in your mind of what this should look like and what should be happening. So let's shift the example for a second. We are all, and for those of you who this will drive crazy, I apologize for a second, but we all understand for the most part, the cyclical nature of a flu season. We in the fall get flu shots, September, October ish, There are cases of the flu here in the United States that start to tick up as we get inside and in close proximity of one another more often. And then it it reaches some sort of a peak in January or February and then starts to die out as it gets warmer and we go outside. We built a construct of how we navigate a flu season. We don't have anything for this, which is why all... All of us, in some way or shape or form, feel completely disoriented and one day or another wake up feeling awesome one day and not so much the next because we've got to build some sort of cultural norms around this and then do this again when we get on the other side of it. What What is that after? What are the cultural norms of that after? And the one thing I will say about the present, what's going on right now, is it's Saturday. And I'll tell you, you know, in the past 25 days, the weekends have been my favorite part because it forces us to slow down. We have legitimately nothing to do. We're not leaving the house. There's no place to go. So it forces us to slow down, to read, to play games together, to take naps, to bake, to not look at the clock. And for us, at least in my house, this has sort of an aspect of magic where we've got this like two days of solace where we're just We're living life, you know, today it's rainy, so we're inside, we're not able to be outside, but we're inside playing, creating, right? I was writing this earlier today. Jack has been playing Star Wars Lego games. Evelyn is reading a book. Like we're all just kind of living life and just relaxing and unwinding. And that magic tends to tamp down the outside world, even if it's just for a day or two, right? Because by Sunday night, much like most weeks, you're kind of ramping up to figure out what you have to do. Now, I feel the stress level is a little bit higher, (laughs) As you're figuring out what you have to do from one week to the next, right? Because we're figuring out how to homeschool our kids. We're figuring out how to run a full-time restaurant because you're making meals at home. Likely, you're probably all similar to to me in some way, shape, or form that you haven't made three square meals a day at your house for 25 consistent days ever. So you're you're essentially trying to figure out how to run your own in-home restaurant. You're homeschooling. You're trying to excel at your job and make sure that things are working if you are in fact working. If you're not working, you're spending the time trying to figure out if you can get a job or worse yet, trying to figure out how to navigate the absolute clusterfuck that is the unemployment system right now that everyone's trying to get in. So all those stresses start to creep back in on Sunday. But for all of Saturday and part of Sunday, it tamps down. The magic sense tends to tamp down all this stuff and allows us to focus on creating some joy and some play in the house. The other thing about when we get back to the work week 
is there's no clear lines of demarcation between when work starts and when it ends, which leads to an inevitable burnout, which a lot of companies are concerned about, and they should be, because all of the things I mentioned, the homeschooling and being a full-time employee and running a restaurant, all that stuff begins to wear you down, and it breaks you down because you don't have the normal breaks that you would in the before. The before, you would have a commute to work, from work. You'd have... Uh, you know, if you're in sales, right, you'd have meetings and those meetings would have a commute time to the meeting from the meeting. You would have doctor's appointments. You would have nights out with friends. You'd have natural breaks in the workday. Now your workday, in many cases, if you've seen on LinkedIn, the bingo card of people who are dressed up, you know, from the waist up and wearing pajamas from the waist down, right? That, that's, that's, not only a funny joke, but a symbol of what work looks like right now, because it starts from the moment your feet hit the floor on a Monday and doesn't end really until Friday night, essentially, at least in this house. And that can inevitably call cause you some burnout and feel in some way, shape or form like you're stuck in either Groundhog's Day or on Castaway. And you've got to build those breaks in in an unnatural way because they aren't naturally there. And for us, that's been the weekend. And that's why it's important to continue to build your now. Like what are the things that you do on a daily basis that build those natural breaks and then start working on the after? What is this after going to look like? Even though we don't have any idea of when that is coming, we don't. And that's the disconcerting nature of where we are right now. You're seeing all sorts of things that keep you disconcerted, right? You see reports of outbreaks over the United States, right? Where there are hotspots and those hotspots coordinate with lacking shelter in place orders or actual shelter in place orders and the use of mobile technology from say, there's lots of things out there, lots of pieces of data that can keep you kind of reeling um, and in that fight or flight amygdala version of your brain. And so building in breaks and taking the weekend to kind of recenter yourself has to be part of what you're doing right now. No matter what happens when we get to the after, that has to be part of what we're doing right now. Because we're in a new calendar era where BC now stands probably for before COVID. And instead of Anno Domini or the year of the Lord, we're probably looking for the Latin phrase of after the pandemic, which might be post rationum, which actually translates to after the reckoning. I don't have any idea what the, what the calendar will look like, but I can tell you with no uncertain terms that there is a before and there is an after, and we are not going back to the before. And the other thing I know right now is that 25 days into this, this is part of my discipline and part of my joy is to do these podcasts. It has been so much fun to talk to everybody and get people on the phone and just see how they're doing and what they're doing and how they're responding to all this. And then getting the feedback from you of the people that you gravitate towards and you find meaning with and get gems of information from and it's different it's all across the board and that has been the wonderful part about this is going back to my radio days when I'm doing a show every day this has been fun for me to do 20 or 30 minutes with people every single day and be able to put that out um, it is something I look forward to and I hope you look forward to it as well but if I'm being honest the act of doing it is enough for me. So even if no one listens to these, it's sort of irrelevant. To me, it's been something that fills me with joy and is something I look forward to. And to me, right this very second, those are two very important emotions that I want to lean into. I want to lean into the joy of creating things and, and how that keeps me 
motivated to keep going. And so on the Saturday afternoon where it's raining outside and we're sort of cooped up and these can be tough days depending on, on how you like these sort of days. I, I tend to love them, but I understand if you don't. And either way, I hope that this podcast finds you safe, finds you healthy, and finds you in great spirits. And until tomorrow, my friend, I bid you guys cheers. Take care.